Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to... Wait, I have to hit the button. Oh. The music first. <laughs> oh, you jumped the gun, Miss Gia. Okay, ready? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flapping, Flapping and Fawning. I'm Fawn. And I'm Flapjack. How are you doing today, Fawn? I'm good. Today was my off day, so I am rested, and I got that beauty rest. How about you? Yes. You know, I talked about in the last episode, I was really looking forward to getting to that light at the end of the tunnel, and today- Yes, we said we weren't talking about your hole. I know, but the hemorrhoids just haven't gotten any better. There's anal fissures down there, and oh, Lord, it's just, it's quite a scene. <laughs> My doctor said it was one of the worst he had ever seen in his life. And fortunately, there was an ointment for that and a few antibiotics, so it should be scabbing up rather soon. Oh, I'm sorry, Fawn. Did I tickle your fancy? <laughs> I think that's the hardest that I've laughed yet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, what are we talking about today? We are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7. RuPaul's Drag Race made the best drag queen wheel. Woo. And it's the second episode, and it's the most coveted episode of all time. It's Snatch Game. Snatch Game. And like the Snatcher Wheel. I don't know about you, but I was very surprised that this was episode two. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm I'm thankful it was. Um, I'm not mad about it. I guess I guess I was also kind of surprised, but I was just glad to. I, I I I've gotten to a point where I kind of dread Snatch Game. <gasps> I know, and I Get think it's gasp. you were definitely going to hear in this episode. One of the things I'm the worst at is being familiar with celebrities oh, and pop uh, culture. So I'm like, wait, who this? Who that? <laughs> bitch, same. There's a lot that this was a very colorful cast mm-hmm. of Snatch Game that had. A wide breadth of characters. Yes. And I did not know them all. But like one of the key things for me, and I'll ask what you think in a moment, but for me, the key things to a good Snatch Game is it has to be funny. And like, it doesn't matter who your character is. It doesn't matter if you're actually being the character. You just have to be funny and deliver the jokes and interact with each other. And make Rue laugh. I think it matters to an extent. Like, if you want to win, I do think that your look and your voice needs to be on point. Um, but I think the most important thing is whether or not you can do that verbal volley. Right. You know, whether you're quick enough to come up with something in a different character, which is so hard to think through because that's like, what, three filters on top of the one that's already on your brain right? Um, t- to figure out. So, yeah, I think it does matter to an extent, but it is certainly not everything. I mean, like, in a normal season... Or in a normal snatch, any season where people are going home, it really just matters. It doesn't, I say it doesn't matter who you pick because if you just want to be safe, it doesn't matter who you pick as long as you're funny. True, true, true. And I really want to know who you will pick, who you would pick if you got to be on Snatch Game Fawn, but I have a feeling that we will get to that later. Well, how'd this episode start off? Um, So we started with the queens coming back into the workroom with... All of them except for Trinity the Block yeah. coming in. And and what was up with that? I didn't quite understand why Trinity 
was blocked. Um, um, or not, not why, she, why she was blocked, but why she wasn't in the room with them. That was strange. So I think it's their way because if you watched Untucked, I don't know if you watch Untucked. Um, no. <laughs> I, I'm a I keep forgetting fan, that so Untucked exists. I watch, I just am a drag super fan. So of course I'm going to watch every drag of thing course. that I can on television. Um, Did you watch The Pit Stop? Of course. Did you watch Bussy Queen? Yes. Did you watch Fashion Photo Review? Yes. Did you watch Whatcha Packin'? There's no Whatcha Packin'. Nobody's going home. Wow. That was a trick question. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, but I think it's because now I'm thrown off. Um, My brain. (laughs) brain You didn't sign up for a quiz today. I have the brain of a goldfish. So, um, look over there. Uh, but yes, they all come back in, right? Like Shay's just blocked Trinity. Oh, so the reason I think it's that Trinity comes in later is, first of all, it gives that untucked moment of what normally an untucked is where somebody goes home. Mm. Instead, it's the blocked queen is walking off with their with the plunger. That's interesting. Okay, so it gives I that moment. That but then also it gives... I guess an opportunity for Shade that I don't know is going to happen um, where queens can feel freely about who they blocked, feel free to talk about who they blocked and why yeah. without them being in there. That is interesting. Can you imagine filming that though and having to stand out and wait and just know that everyone is talking about you and like the anticipation of like right? coming into a room where you've been the topic? I don't know. I think Trinity is built for that kind of moment, but... I don't know. If it were me, I would I would be like sweating off all my makeup <laughs> waiting to hear what they said about me. I mean, I would just be upset that I got blocked. But also, mm. at this point, we've heard them talk about it a little bit. Getting blocked is kind of a compliment, especially if you're that first episode block. Yeah. That means somebody sees you as a competitor because you don't have any legendary legend stars. Um, <laughs> so it's really just, oh, we think you're impressive and we think you're going to do well. So even though it's a compliment, and I think we forgot to mention this in our last episode, but the prize this season has been upped to $200,000. Doll hair. So like, even though, yes, it's a compliment to get blocked, I I would be rather pissed because I mean, that's a huge amount of money. You know, that, that is, that is my house. Yeah. Because also at this point, I would rather when the, end goal than when the little lip syncs are mm-hmm. on the way. The only time that I personally would want to win these lip syncs is if I was blocked. Mm. I, I see. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, because you mentioned in the last episode, your strategy would be to get to the top two, but then not win. But I think that also makes sense. But then you would still have to block someone, right? Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. In, in, in I mean, like day. if I if I was blocked and won the lip sync, yes, I would have to block somebody. Yeah. True, true, true. But I wouldn't mind doing it if I was blocked. I just blocked the bitch that blocked me. Makes Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, well, now that things have started to shake out a bit and you see uh, that they're, um, that Monet and Shay have gotten their legendary legend pins, one of the conversations that happens is, well, who are we going to block next? Like, does that strategy change for you, do you think? Um, I think it's definitely w- the common thread amongst the workroom seems to be except for Monet, seems to be Pluck, who has a star. Mm-hmm. Logical, strategic maneuver. Monet knows that, but Monet plays strategy games 
and she wants to win. So Monet is obviously not buying into that because she's one of two people with the star. Yeah. Um, however, I do think it's smart. I don't know. I think it's kind of smart, but kind of not to block the person that won the lip sync. Of like, if they're in the bottom. True, true, true. Say Monet and Shay just won. Personally, I think I might would go for blocking Monet over Shay because Shay just won a lip sync. If she's in the top again and wins again, she might win that lip sync, which means she could block me. However, Monet just lost that lip sync. I feel like, Fawn, I feel like if you were in Drag Race, you, you would just be so in your head, thinking about all the strategies and all the like the different ways this could play out. I'd be Sasha like, Bell and I'd crack the code <laughs> and then I'd go home first. <laughs> you mean Frisbee Jenkins. Oh, I love Frisbee Jenkins. Hey, <laughs> man. They're, they're gorge. Well, I think RuPaul comes into the workroom next, right? What What's the snatch game? Or what's the <laughs> challenge for today? Spoiler alert. <laughs> the challenge is snatch game, but with a twist. And not like these normal all-star snatch games that I have not been living for. Because, <laughs> um, like, these snatch game of love have not been the tea for me. Yeah. Um, and I really think it sets people up for success and failure extremely more so than a normal snatch game. Because they have to be on their game even more. And so when you're somebody that might be strong paired with a powerhouse you're gonna come off as weak i think they just keep trying to mix up snatch game because to me i think snatch game has become so tired and is so boring i really like your drag wow rude what okay that came out of nowhere i'm gonna pretend like i did not hear that um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I, i just i feel like you know we had that the first time it happened with um, Carol Channing, and uh, you know that was just so iconic. And what Britney was that Spears. random snatch game that I think we had? Was it on a regular season that it was like the snatch game cruise ship yes. episode? But it was just a normal snatch game. Mm-hmm. It was a full on normal snatch game. Yeah, yeah, snatch game on deck or something like yeah. that. Um, I feel like neither of us have quite gotten it. <laughs> snatch deck overseas. I don't know, but um, the every single time, I just think people are. They've realized that, okay, the the way to crack the code is to be someone that's really out of the box. But when everyone's trying to do that, you don't have any characters who are just kind of like your run-of-the-mill celebrities. And I mean, I I have not. I I don't think that the code is always to be somebody out of the box. Not always, but a lot of the times it is. I think like with Jinx, for example, when she was little Edie, no one expected that. and but that also made sense with her sure. reference area. But then you also have people like um, Bob did Carol Channing and Uzo Aduba. Yes, yes. Which actually brings me to the twist Ooh. of this episode. You wanted a twist, eh? What is the it? What's the twist? The twist of this snatch game is that there are two snatch games. Ooh, we have a titty twister, y'all. Inspired by the legend Bob the Drag Queen himself. They have to do two snatches in one episode. Not one, but two. You better bring a few wigs for this gig, y'all. Two in the pink and one in the stink. Ooh, just like I like it. <laughs> yes, and so, I, I, I don't know, with, with two snatch games, what I, I feel like there's a few different challenges that can be presented with that, mostly having to study two different characters. Right. That seems hard. And you want them to be completely separate from each other. 
Right. So they've got to be entirely different individual, fully realized characters. Mm -hmm. Because if you do two people that are too similar, you run the risk of it just being very one note for both of the Snatch games. So you might do really well in one, but then the second one is like, we saw this. Yeah. And I feel like it's especially difficult considering that everyone, almost everyone on this particular cast is amazing at Snatch Game. Almost. Almost. Because we do have one of the worst Snatch Games on this cast. And we also have Jada. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would argue there's two people who are not quite up to par. Like with when it comes to this particular snatch game, I think that the, we have quite an interesting like track record. That was something that I made notes of. Like with our the people who I'm ranking at the lowest, it's definitely Evie and Jada because she was Jada was like going Car- into this. Yes, going into it. Like because Cardi Cardi B was Jada's character, but I honestly didn't remember that she was Cardi B. And had I not looked it up before this, I would not have either. Right. I think Jada's amazing at a lot of things, but I was definitely nervous for her going into this. I love. Um, her. Same with Evie. Also love her. Yeah. I mean, I love both of them, but that I don't know that they're the um, the most amazing folks at Snatch Game of all time. <laughs> I'll say that. Which, like, Snatch Game is one of those. It is the pinnacle drag race challenge, and there is so much pressure put on it. And people are like, you're drag queens. Okay, not all drag queens are impersonators, and not all drag queens yeah. should be impersonators. Do you impersonate any characters, Fawn? Um, not anymore. There was a moment that I was going through like a Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus phase. But Oh. Yeah. Uh, what a moment. Um, before the panorama, actually. Mm, the panini. Um, our very last, I think it was our very last brunch. There it might have been our next to last of one of the brunches that I was on cast that doesn't exist anymore. Um, we had a full celebrity impersonation themed brunch. That sounds so fun. I have three celebrity impersonations. Three? Yeah. And this was also and this was during the beginning of the stash era. I had to shave the stash for this brunch. Mm. Um, I did Taylor Swift, which <laughs> work. I like <laughs> used to do Taylor all the time. Um, I did Miley and then I also did Shania Twain and I like recreated outfits for each. Taylor already had the outfit, but Miley, I did her wrecking ball. Iconic. I was like, that would have been my guess. Yeah. And I made a wig. I got a human hair wig that was full lace just so I could have like the buzz sides with the dark root blonde. I got a sledgehammer and fully, it was a fake sledgehammer, obviously. Because I wasn't about to be like picking that shit up and waving it around because <laughs> I'm a woman. Not really. I'm not even a woman. I'm just dainty. Um, I, I just want to see you bring that whole Home Depot bag into the right. uh, the, the gig, you know, and just swing that hammer around. I fully encrusted the head of that hammer. Work. Um, I also did Shania and I recreated her. That don't impress me much. Mm. I believe is the correct reference here. Yeah, so you've um, got a car. Yeah, the whole like cheetah print with the cheetah leopard. I always get them confused with the tank top with the pants with the coat that's got the hood. Yeah, it was a full moment. I live. I've never really impersonated a celebrity. A lot of people think I do Dolly Parton because I just I perform Dolly Parton quite a bit. I like always thought that you were impersonating like Britney Spears. 
every time. I fully are, got Britney Spears. Are you are you lying right now? <laughs> How in the fuck did you get Britney? You Spears? even look like Britney. I I do. Yes, I do. Um, it was it the shaved head that gave it away? <laughs> the the trauma. Oh um, my god! Too soon. I don't. Soon. I don't Free know. Britney. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I feel like there's another character that I have done at some point, but it is just not coming to me right now. But, um, I love to create characters more than impersonate, but I, I think, um, I would, I would, I would love to impersonate one someday. Um, but back to the track record of Snatch Game folks, I feel like we had Evie and Jada, who I was kind of nervous about, but then we also have our sort of middle of the road folks, which were, for me, I thought Raja and Monet, I wasn't yeah. quite sure how they would do. What did you think? Raja did really well. I think on her season for it to be the second ever Snatch Game, mm. um, because Snatch Game wasn't the fully baked True. concept that it is today. Exactly, it exactly. was already like kind of a big challenge because it was like the first like real like this is an exact replica of a challenge from a previous right. season. And Monet also, I agree, she was one that m- did really well on her original Snatch Game, in my opinion. She easily could have won as um, Maya, Maya Angelou. Angelou. Mm-hmm. Um, but her Whitney was bad. Yeah, the sweaty, the sweaty Whitney was, was very confusing. <laughs> so she was the one that was like very middle of the road. It could go really good or really bad. Yes. And then the ones who I was just so excited to see, I was very sure would do well in this Snatch Game, were Jinx, Trinity, Shay, and the Vivian. Okay. Uh, did you feel the, the same? Yeah, yeah, right? Did you feel the same? Oh, uh, 100%. Um, because I thought Trinity's Amanda Lepore on her original season was good. Mm. I, of course, she won with Caitlyn Jenner. There were other ones that I really enjoyed that season, but... There's I no thought Caitlyn Jenner was like one of the best of all time. That was so funny to me. There's no denying <laughs> that Caitlyn Jenner was good. Um, Vivian, one of the most iconic Snatch Game performances of all time. Shay, her Flava Flav was really good. There were also some stiff competition that season two. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Juju B as Eartha Kid. Yes. Like I yeah. A sensible seventy four. I I to be honest, I thought Juju B deserved to win over Shay. I mean, people quote moment, Juju, but... not Shay. And then yeah. Shay's Naomi Campbell on her season was very middle of the road. Mm. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad, in my opinion. That is my opinion. Okay. Um, Canceled. But Jinx, I mean, but yeah, icon, Jinx. right? Like There was no doubt that Jinx was going to slay this. And like, spoiler alert, she did. Um, did she? In, in this Season in this episode? Oh my god! Don't do this to me right now. Okay. Well, before we get we talk about this current snatch game, though, I want to know who would you play in a snatch game? Oh, this is a hard one. Like now that I have the stash, I feel like I would have to do somebody with the stash. Otherwise, it would just be so bonkers, wild, out of place. Although that might be funny. I feel like I would need to go with like a Freddie Mercury, but Mm. I feel like I'm. I would have to do a lot of research to do Freddie Mercury. I might end up landing on somebody like Nick Offerman, who was Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec, also was on Making It, hosting that with Amy Poehler. Yes. So I've got a fairly decent repertoire. He's like that very like dry sense of humor, straight laced, like super serious humor. That's kind of dad jokey. Yeah. Which means it's either going to land really well or it's going to be terrible. 
You know who, who I you think do? you could do very well, though? I, and not to assign you a character, this is one that I had thought that I might enjoy doing, but as I thought more and more about it, I don't think it would be a good fit for me, but I think you would be amazing as Tim Curry. Um, from Oh my God. Yeah, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, Frank and Furter, uh, like I, I could just totally see you killing that. Be like, oh. <laughs> he, was also, he was also Nigel Thornberry. Yes. On the Wild Thornberry. Doing his, his iconic laugh, I would live. Um, what would you do? Okay, so I kind of have a tumultuous history with expressing the Snatch Game characters that I would want to do. But here I am on a podcast with my name in the title where I'm about to do precisely that. Because every single character that I have ever wanted to do on Snatch Game in the season that after I've told one or two people, maybe I tweeted about it, someone does it on Snatch Game. Right. So I really wanted to do Jonathan Van Ness. And then Denali did it in season, what, that's 12, 13? 13? 13. And then... Mm, was that 13? It was. It and, was 13. And then I wanted to do Phyllis Diller. And then Ginger Minge did it on All Star 6. So I am a little nervous to say it, but um, I had one character who was kind of like always the one in my back pocket, but I didn't know if I would be allowed to do it if I was ever to actually be on Drag Race. And But with this episode, I thought maybe that could come true. I would love to be Miss Piggy. Um, that would be cute. Um, however, I think it would be a... Uh, a fictional character? But is Madame not a fictional character that Raja thing. did that is also a puppet? It's not whether it's a fictional character. It's a f- matter of copyright. Mm. It's like the main thing with Snatch Game of why you can't do... Like a lot of times people will do a character that somebody plays, but do it as the actor's name. I, you know, I get that. But I also think like, you know, with Gigi Good's robot, like yeah. they that's like a... People treat that like a real person, you know? Um, and, and I feel like with Miss Piggy, she does so many celebrity appearances. Yeah, but then they have to get copyrights. I, I know. But that's... Can't, can't a non-binary drag queen dream. One of, one of Bianca's Snatch Games was Dora the Explorer. Mm. That was one of her options on one of her audition videos. It was hilarious. Um, Pre-Stash era, like, my ideas were like... Taylor Swift, um, <laughs> Miranda Lambert, um, Miley. C- I don't know why we haven't had a Miley Cyrus. I don't know why we. I, haven't I think had it's a one Miley that's Cyrus. just hard to do. I don't you know? think so. You don't think? I do not think. I don't know. So. People. She is so eccentric. She is. Um, and there's so much to play off of from Hannah Montana to Bangers Miley to. Hannah or my my um Miley in Black Mirror as Ashley. Oh, mm. there's so many different references. Well, you know what? I th- I think since you seem awful confident about Snatch Game, we're gonna have this moment right oh now, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary friends. It is flapping and fawning's first ever Snatch Game. What did I sign up for? Oh yes. Okay. All right. Oh, who who do we have here? Nick Offerman. Nick, oh, yeah, that, that voice sounded very convincing. We have Nick <laughs> Offerman. Nick, how are you doing today? Uh, I don't even know where I am, but uh, uh, this is terrible. I'm here. Work. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, we have Miss Piggy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm just so sad about <laughs> my breakup with Kermy. I don't know if you saw my new movie, but this bitch is ready to pork chop. Oh, yes. I'd like to eat that. I'd like to eat that. I like meat. 
<laughs> I heard you do. Here's my number. All right. Well, it sounds like we have some chemistry going on in the Snatch Game today. Well, let's start with our first question. Over to Judge Michelle Visage. Kinky Karis is so kinky. Instead of rhinestones, she uses blank. Okay, Nick Offerman, instead of rhinestones, what does Kinky Karis use? You know, I just wrote wood because there's nothing as beautiful as just a nice, hard, smooth piece of solid wood. Yeah, well, did you bring some wood to show us today? If you only knew the wood that I had with me. Oh, <laughs> work. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, now over to Miss Piggy. Kinky Karis is so kinky. Instead of rhinestone, she uses... Oh, well, you know, I just got back from karate practice, and I noticed that at that, we rhinestone our uniforms with pork rinds. <laughs> and scene. Okay. Woo. Miss Piggy's apparently a cannibal over here. <laughs> if only you knew. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let- realizing that I could <laughs> never do Nick Offerman on Snatch Game now. I appreciate this candid moment that we just had together. I don't know if we just trauma bonded or I think what. We trauma bonded. Um, I think more than anything, though, my RuPaul impression that was basically just me was um, top tier. Oh, that was a RuPaul impression? It, it was, yeah. I mean, it was better than Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Enough about us. Let's talk about these legends doing the Snatch Game. Um, okay, so we had our first Snatch Game come up, and we had the character... the. Queens were all playing as follows. Monet was Mike Tyson. Trinity was Lucifer. Evie was Rico Nasty. You could call Nasty. Lucifer Lucy for short, though. You can call Lucy for short. And um, Nasty, if you're sh- uh, if you're nasty for um, Evie. Jinx will be Natasha Leone. Jada was Prince. Raja was Madam the Puppet. Uh, the Vivian was Joanna Lumley. And Shay Coulee was Elsa Majimbo. Okay, what did you think about this first round on Snatch Game? Okay. So, there was a lot that I did not know. Like a lot of the characters? Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, I had a faint knowledge of Madame. When I say faint, I mean like I had seen her once or twice in my life. Right. That's about it. When it comes to Joanna Lumley... I didn't know who the hell that was. Mm. I gathered that she was from the show Absolutely Fabulous, which I have never seen, just by the intro that Rue gave her. Natasha, I knew. Mike Tyson, of course, I knew who Mike Tyson was. Satan, I mean, I'm from Alabama. Of course we know who Satan there's is. A, there's a sign on the way to the beach that says, go to church or the yeah. devil will get you. When Trinity... <laughs> true. When Trinity said, um, yeah, I was raised Southern Baptist. I was like, oh, yeah, I get this Relatable. Character. I know what this is. <laughs> Rico Nasty, I did not know. Uh, yeah, Prince. Of I, course I knew who Prince was. Uh, yeah, right. Um, I, I don't know. This The first one, to me, was, was not amazing in my opinion i i thought that there were several standouts standouts. like um i thought mike tyson was really good that that was super funny to me um but i also really 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 enjoyed uh raja as madame even though raja as madame was was. my favorite of the snatch game hands down the physical comedy exactly was some of the best physical comedy we have seen in snatch game because 
when she would throw her hands up mm-hmm. and the sticks would go, it was great because it was also, she knew how to do it to actually make it look like a puppet. The right amount of stiffness and the right amount of movement that it looked good. Also, nobody told me that Raja knew how to fucking do prosthetics. Exactly. Like the, the, her makeup in this, uh, her makeup skills in this episode were really, really, really on display. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not as familiar with Raja's work in her initial season, but I don't know of anything like this. The the most dramatic right. difference I've seen in her makeup was in the um, when she painted her face all white for Marie the Marie Antoinette look. Yes, and this I, it, it was stunning how different she right. looked um, for both the first and the second snatch game. Um, I, I was very, very, very disappointed in the Vivian. Uh, for this episode um same like particularly for the first snatch game but i you know i remember watching uk season one and i personally feel that doing donald trump for that is kind of low-hanging fruit um i I felt like a lot of the jokes were ones that had been used I had I had heard that before. I had seen it all on social media, and I get she was very good at the volley, which is the most important. She part. was really good at the volley, but, but she also just had the look and the words down. Yeah. But you've also got to think. Yes, we had heard a lot of these jokes before. Had we heard these jokes before at the time of filming? Maybe not. I don't know how early it was filmed, but because it was one of those things true. like the all one of the big ones that stands out to me was the all T no collusion. Mm. Um, that was yes because that was at the time of that was a big scandal of like at the time of that airing was like a big like collusion scandal yes 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 so like to me that's fair i yeah i that, that was just one i remember watching it and i had not considered how much earlier i think that i think that may have even been before i started doing drag when that came out um i remember sitting there and turning to my partner and being like i don't know do you think that's low-hanging fruit but, but i will say true. i Maybe it's because she's doing British references and maybe that's a very intentional choice by her to represent the British people. I don't think it was necessarily the smartest reference. I I agree. Especially in front of Rue and the judges. They want somebody. Michelle has a larger perspective of popular culture than Rue does. She's got a kid, so she gets some of the younger stuff. She loves British culture and knows a lot more British references than Rue does. So she'll get it. But at the end of the day, it's Rue's show. You've got to play to Rue. Absolutely true. Oh, my gosh. You know, Fawn, all this talk about across the pond, it, it just, I need to take a leak. Can we take a break? Sure. And we are back from our little trip across the pond. We just finished talking about the Vivian and her Snatch Game character in the first one. Um, what else did you think? Who stood out to you in this first Snatch Game? Um, so one of the ones that really stood out to me was Trinity as Satan. Mm. From the moment her mouth opened, you knew exactly who this character was. True. Absolutely. And I also... Call something about when I see someone paint a different color. Not everybody can do it, and not everybody has the balls yeah. to do it. So the fact she that she did good. this red, and it matched what she was wearing so perfectly. Also, as somebody that's like a makeup person, her face still had somewhat of a 
shine mm-hmm. that wasn't a completely matte finish. So I, I'm like obviously very intrigued by that. And also me as somebody that knows like a lot of the reds and stuff can stain your skin really like stain it really bad. I'm like, she's doing this for her first one and then she's got to change back uh-huh. to like normal skin tone. So that was like something that I very much thought about with Trinity's. But the little Nos joke when uh, yes. Rue was like, you recently worked with a little Nos. And she was like, <laughs> yes, queen, work that on my lap. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was hilarious. I, I Yeah, I, I loved her in this. And I agree. I think her makeup skills were really on point in this episode as well. I was very um, drawn in by how well she looked like the devil i guess um, which like is open to impersonate or, or interpretation true true obviously and, open to impersonation because she just did it exactly um and i also think that we would be remiss not to mention the she devil by night scandal that so many people talk about like uh, do you, i didn't know if we were gonna go there or not so i didn't put that in my notes i mean we, we might as well like bring it up right because i i think it was interesting that there are so many moments for trinity that are parallel with her online journey that are coming through <laughs> on this particular season like she got Let's call it trinity the tux drag race it, basically like she was trinity the block in episode one and now she is she devil by night right I, I just thought it was an interesting choice for her to do and i think yeah. she may have been acknowledging it in a way and and trying to i wonder if she was but also about it i feel like that whole like controversy came out post filming no no it was it was before Mm -hmm. because it was shortly after all stars four was it yes because so many people like if you're not familiar with the she devil by night scandal basically um it is alleged that trinity was this reddit profile is fucked sometimes (laughs) because i feel like it's just been a whirlwind since like Ever since All Stars 3, everything has just been right. a whirlwind. I mean, these international seasons, it's been nonstop. But for if you're not familiar with the She Devil by Night um, scandal, basically uh, on Twitter, someone asked Trinity if she was still on Reddit, and they used a screenshot of an, of a profile called She Devil by Night. And Bussie Trinity Queen has a whole video that yes. will send you down that rabbit hole. It's it's it's. Bessie, Bessie Queen does an amazing job of documenting that. Um, and basically, the She Devil by Night account, Trinity responded and confirmed and said, yes, I'm still on Twitter, but didn't necessarily say that that was her account. Um, and then shortly after the account got deactivated and all these comments from the She Devil by Night account were coming to light about, and it was allegedly this Trinity stan who was claiming to be a trans person of color who had right. done pageants with Trinity and was just severely um, uh, going to bat for Trinity on Reddit. And my favorite was there was like a drag racing Reddit. Oh, yes. <laughs> page that she had got on and posted something positive about Trinity. And we're talking about like drag racing the cars, not, not drag racing mm-hmm. the show. <laughs> and I, I, I from Bussy Queen's video, I was really glad that Bussy did that whole documentary basically right. about it because um, I, I think it, it was helpful to see, OK, this is alleged it's a bit suspicious, but it's alleged. It's not necessarily something that you can take as fact. Right. We um, don't know if it's true or not. There's obviously some very sus, sus things going right. on. But I, I do appreciate that if I, I, in some ways I do hope that this was an intentional choice from Trinity to try to acknowledge it 
and to laugh about it. I also heard that in there were some like uh, there were rumors on Reddit about with this season that there was going to be a conversation around She Devil by Night, oh God, I but hope that there it, is. but it, that it was edited out was what the rumor was. So I wonder if that would have happened in this episode. Uh, I don't. It know. It would have definitely been this episode. Like when like. else? You know. <sighs> anyway, that's interesting. Do you have any uh, anything else you want to point out from Snatch Game One? Um, on Trinity, like one of the other like Satan jokes was like just pointing out like Bianca was her. Yes. Just like these smart little nods, especially when you talk about within the drag race universe, like nodding back to somebody, especially when you look at Trinity's like, not Trinity, Bianca's Bianca. not today Satan mm-hmm. whole thing. And also like, <gasps> that, oh, I did not make that connection. <laughs> that you is look so at that, smart. And then also Bianca's just known as a bitch. Mm-hmm. So like that whole thing. Uh, Snatch Game 1, I've got... I've got a lot of notes on some of these characters and some that I have like zero notes for. Natasha Leon, Jinx Monsoon. From the moment, Rue was like, when she tells Rue, I stopped smoking today. And <laughs> she's like fully got a cigarette yes, in her hand. That was so freaking funny. And Rue was like, well, what did you stop smoking? Or what are you smoking? And she said, cigarettes. I didn't say it was going well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was such a smart choice for Natasha Leone. And I, when, as soon as she showed up on the screen, I could tell who she was. And I, I really like Natasha Leone as an actress. And I had never even considered her as a snatch game character, but I think it's, it's someone that the characterization is really easy. <sighs> I feel like it'd be somebody that's really hard. Really? Yeah. I like, which is why I, like my hat's off to jinx for this. Um, but she had some really good, good jokes in this as Natasha like the whole like Bianca being a breeder joke or whatever Mm. and she was like Jada topping Monet is like a four-year-old moving a couch like (laughs) oh my god it's (laughs) and I loved this one but it certainly it didn't quite steal the show like the one in Snatch Game 2 did, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, it, it was very, very good. But I, I, I think it, it does fail to live up to like the iconic ones like Little Edie and yeah. Judy Garland. Definitely like my favorite from this Snatch Game was Raja. Like mm-hmm. down, hands down, hands down. Puppet hands down. <laughs> um, Both Trinity and Jinx did really well this one. The I, one person that I feel like did better on Snatch Game, the first one than the second one, is Jada as Prince. But honestly, I think that way because it was one of those, it was so fucking absurd. It was so bad that it was good again. <laughs> True. It was I, the lip. It was the tongue and licking it, licking I, her thumb and then running it down her chest. I, I'm willing to accept that not everyone is good. Like all, not all winners are good at everything that yeah. comes up on Drag Race. And I, I think for Evie and for Jada, this is just one of those ones. The first, the first <laughs> Nash game really made me nervous for Evie mm-hmm. because Rico Nasty, which there are certain characters that we saw did not get a lot of airtime. I feel like Viv didn't get a lot of airtime right. on this first one. I feel like Rico Nasty, Evie didn't get a lot of airtime on this one. For me, Mike Tyson got a decent amount of airtime, but didn't get a ton, ton of airtime compared to when you look at people like Jinx as Natasha, Trinx as True. Trinx? Trinity <laughs> as <laughs> Lucy. Um, Lucy. I guess the wine's starting to kick in. Hey. Um, 
And then also like Raja has Madame. Those three really were the showstoppers exactly. this one. So while people might have done well, like Monet as Mike Tyson and others didn't do so hot. Look at Evie and Jada. There are some that definitely did not get the airtime as others. Exactly. I, I still just think the Mike Tyson characterization was so freaking funny. Oh, though. it was good. The uh, the face tattoo was yeah. everything. Like, I liked Monet's because you could look and see, oh, that's Mike Tyson. And I like those that you just like can look at you them know. and like, you know. See, that's what I mean. I, I, don't, I personally don't love when someone plays an actress or an actor and they're the character that that person has played. Um, I don't mind it as long as it's an iconic character that they've played. I, I guess that's fair. I, I, I would rather see elements of the character they played brought into a characterization of that actor as a whole, you know? Uh, fair, but I feel like that can make it very jumbled. Cause like imagine UK versus the world. If bag of chips had done uh, what's her name that she did, which is played by C- Kathy Bates. Yes. Imagine if she would have just been like Kathy Bates and just m- jumbled together a bunch of Kathy Bates characters. Well, okay. I guess that's not quite what I mean. I think, I think she could play Kathy Bates. Right. But, yeah. it, but be Kathy Bates. Like she's uh, a Southern is, woman. Is like Kathy Bates that iconic as Kathy Bates? I, no, not necessarily, but I think that you can still use certain lines maybe that yeah. they have said that are iconic. Um, I'd go for Waterboy it, Kathy Bates. It's like, well, it's like with Adele, you know, like when, when Ginger Minch played Adele, they played Adele, <laughs> Waterboy, sorry, <laughs> I just glossed over that. But with Adele as, um, or Ginger Minch as Adele, she played like Adele, but really hungry and really <laughs> stupid, you know? The so b- I th- stick of butter, the sad, sad yes. tears of a clown. So I think with characters like that, uh, to me, it just shows more ingenuity when you, when you show like, okay, I'm going to be Barack Obama, but I'm I would hope that really you mad. wouldn't. Never, no. no That's uh, but like Monet before this when she's Obama. asking Jinx if they want to switch characters. Oh, yeah. I, w- I would Jinx full on be Mary J. Blige. Yeah, blackface mm-hmm. and everything. You heard it here. <laughs> Not true. Okay, let's move on. Smash, sn- smash game. Smash game. We're you made me nervous. I can't. Smash Brothers. <laughs> smash game two. Who'd you <sighs> like in Smash Game two? Um. So standouts for me. Oh well, the characters were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Monet yeah, yeah. as Martin Lawrence. Um, Trinity as Leslie Jordan. Evie as the Boogeyman. Jinx as Judy Garland. Jada as Lady Chablis. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Lady Shabley. Raja as Diana Vreeland. Viv as Catherine Tate. And Shay as Miss J. Again, I knew probably three of these characters. Um, Going into this, obviously we know of the Boogeyman. Evie had a lot to work with. Um, Miss J is somebody that I've seen that I don't really know know much about. Lady Shabley. I said, who? Yeah. I mean, Jada looked like this. Right. Was, she was stunning. She looked. I was like, holy and shit. seeing a picture of Lady Shabley, <laughs> she looked just like Lady Shabley. Yes. I just didn't know who the fuck yeah, she was. Like, was. Who Thanks Diana for educating Breland us. was somebody that I, as somebody that is a little bit not in tune as I should be, but a little bit in tune to the fashion world. Of course, I knew who Diana Breland is. I don't know much about her personality. See, I don't know nothing about her, but I did think that the the 
the transformation for Raja. Like when I saw a picture of Miss oh Freeland, like whoo, whoo. Raja's okay, makeup work. was so good. I, also, somebody whose makeup was really good. That was a transformation was Trinity as Leslie Jordan. Yes. Okay. I just finished being like a stagehand for Sorted Lives. And <laughs> I have just, I've seen people play Leslie Jordan. And it, oh, it was, it was so good. Um, and I, I just think Leslie Jordan is a really smart choice that I was surprised no one else had done yet. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, duh. Of and course, she, Leslie and Jordan. And he's somebody that's been on Drag Race mm-hmm. multiple times at this point and has just like such a, it's so iconic, even just on Facebook. Like, oh yeah, what y'all doing? Well, Sc- shit. <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> Screwing. Yeah, Leslie's Leslie's precious. And um, can you see my pussy now? Haul ass, Wardell. Like th- th- that would have been the lines. Can I you see my pussy now? Um, but the other person that I didn't really know was Martin Monet as Martin Lawrence. Yeah, and like I've I've know of the actor martin lawrence however this was apparently from like martin lawrence's sketch show i've done a little bit of research yeah um i, I know the character's name was shenane yeah see but this is this is what i mean i don't I, it confuses me when they do these when they're like oh i'm gonna be martin lawrence and then it's like martin lawrence and drag and this one sketch that the comedy thing that they me, did and it's like uh, i'm fine with it as long as it's funny without knowing the character yeah it's like like with little edie right like we, we, character reference wise like it was funny if you know the character sure that's great you you ticked off a box you're not going to be in the bottom but if you really want to like excel you've got to be funny whether people know the character or not right which is sometimes like why you've just got to throw the character out the window and just go for the fucking jokes. Exactly. Which I mean, to me is what Ginger did on Snatch Game as Phyllis Diller. Yes. I don't really think she was that Phyllis Diller. I think she was just Jinx. Not Jinx. Wait, Ginger. Ginger? Well, that, that's the thing about <laughs> Phyllis Diller. I'm so like, do you know Phyllis Diller very well? Eh, a little bit. I have watched a bitch, a, a bitch, a bunch of her comedy, and like the the thing about hers is it's just like bam, 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 joke, 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 and it's like uh, uh, this. I was walking down the street and someone told me that my socks fell down, but I said, "Oh no, that's just my varicose veins." You know, like <laughs> it's um, it, it's just hilarious stuff back to back yeah. like that. So I I see it. I see how you could say that for Ginger, but I also felt with the way that the jokes were coming so quickly, yeah, it was. To me, it was very Phyllis Diller. Yeah. Um, um, I, but then I think that brings us to the woman of the hour, right? Who stole the show completely. Right. Judy motherfucking Garland. What'd you think? <laughs> when Rue asks, what's over the rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> it's a set. <laughs> it's a set, Rue. It's a set. There's nothing there. It's cardboard. <laughs> Just the whole delivery and how much she stays in character, even down to like the little things. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're watching her and they will like briefly show her as a reaction to somebody else's. And she looks confused because she doesn't get the reference. Right. Because she's Judy Garland down to the like when I, 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 I there's so many. When she was talking about doing a line of coke off of Frank Sinatra's dick, and it was so big that she had to stop to take a breath. See, where I got nervous for her, I thought that it might flop when she got the microphone out to sing. And I was like, oh, God, what are we about to do? Because sometimes when you try to steal the show like that, it just it doesn't go over well. Is this my camera? Oh, yeah. 
she knew what she was doing. There was no question about it. Yeah, amazing. Like there was not a bad moment for Ju- for Judy in this. She every single time she was on the screen, she was the star. Like when she gave the little shout out to Dave. Yes, the, the that veteran. The veteran who was Jinx's partner for the makeover who thought he killed Judy Garland when they did a Judy and Liza reference for the makeover (laughs) challenge. And she was just, she gave the shout out to Dave because he thought he killed Judy Garland because he told her about a new sleeping pill. Yeah. This is like an onion. It has layers. Yeah. It was, it was, like Just an ogre, impactful. such a <laughs> like an ogre or a drag queen has layers of pantyhose. It, it, I mean, th- it was truly Imagine just a Shrek masterclass. on Snatch Game. Shrek, yeah. wow, you'll do green face. <laughs> Canceled. I mean, Trinity did red face. She she did. And yeah, that's a, that's a quite a thing for She Devil by Night to do. Ah. Um, <laughs> okay, so overall, out of all the Snatch Games, who was your favorite? Oh, I will say on Snatch Game Two. Oh yes. Diana Vreeland was very funny, but we only got that first interaction and then we got one joke. Yeah. What's, I feel like there were several people who didn't get a lot of airtime. Trinity got a decent amount of Mm airtime as Leslie Jordan, that initial gag, that initial gag. See, I think that's what you got to go with. You got to, you need to go with someone who like people know. And I personally think you should do like the person, not the character that they play. And then on top of that, it, it should be someone who's somewhat similar to you so that that filter that's added yeah. on top of your normal brain, it's a little bit easier to break through. Well, there's not opinion. many famous country folk from Alabama. So I don't know who I would do. You should be Kay Ivey. Oh my God. Could you <laughs> have no, uh, Rick, uh, what is it? His, was it Richard Shelby or who was it that got to... S- that Trump appointed that ended up losing his. Sp- uh, oh, if you hadn't said it, I could tell you. But Kate McKinnon played him on yeah. SNL. Um, yeah, There's usually, so usually I'm the creepiest person in the room. Like, right? <laughs> oh, what's his name? The elf. He looks like a Keebler elf. Oh well, well, we'll we'll figure it out. Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Yes. If you figured that out before us, please let us know in a five star review. Um, his name, and we will um, appreciate that well i gotta say it, it seems like we, we've been talking too much i'm losing oxygen my brain can't remember things do you want to uh, take a quick break i'm down and we are back 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 back, back. talk about jeff sessions all the Alabama politicians we could do on Snatch Game. Fuck them all. But yes, and, and please vote them out of office. If you're not registered to vote, please do so at vote.org. This has been your public service hey, announcement. Abby is driving me nuts. This whole election with Alabama is driving me nuts. Yeah, it's it's rather trauma-inducing. Yeah. Ugh. But anyways, what's not trauma-inducing was Snatch Game 2. Was Unless there you were Jada. Jada, or struggling to keep above... Um, Above water, which was the boogeyman for me. No, the boogeyman was so good. I uh, well, I did not think it got a lot of snatch game time airtime. Um, the moments that we saw the boogeyman were so good. It was good. Would you fuck Evie oddly? <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course <laughs> I would. You do realize who you're talking to. Yeah, this was a moment. I did feel things in the airtime that the boogeyman got. Was there anyone else who stuck out to you in this one? Um, so we've already mentioned Judy. We've already mentioned Leslie Jordan. 
We already mentioned Diana Vreeland was funny, but didn't get a lot of airtime. <gasps> oh, you know what? For the Vivian, Catherine Tate, hers, it, it was funnier to me than the Joanna Lumley one. Same. But I, I didn't... I know who Catherine Tate is, I but don't. I, I didn't realize I knew who that was because I, I was not familiar with the character that she was playing. Like, I, so Catherine Tate, you, you may have seen her on The Office. She was a, I didn't never watch The Office. Oh, okay, well, she she was she had red she has red hair. She was also a companion on Doctor Who. I've um, never watched that either. Uh, well, okay, in one of the rebooted seasons, <laughs> yeah, she was she was a companion and. I, she is someone who is also funny. Like I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think she needed to play this really specific character. Um, well, but I'm the also trouble, though with playing people that are funny is making them funny without just regurgitating jokes and quotes. Um, she was funnier than Joanna Lumley, but again, didn't get a lot of airtime. Right, and a lot of it had to do with Rue not understanding what yeah. she was saying. <laughs> so it was Rue like, loves okay. making fun of, like, laughing at people just because she can't understand them. Right. I mean, I mean, same. <laughs> but I will say, like, the one thing that I think I had written for Catherine Tate was the prosthetics. Mm, yeah, it was, the it was a transformation. Like. The transformations for both of these snatch games that people had prosthetics and all this stuff. I'm like, how much time did y'all have to prepare for this? Did y'all film this, film this all in one day? How long was this? You day? know, I wish she had made some sort of joke about how Michelle Visage had thought her real nose was a prosthetic in UK season one. You know, like, yeah. like had some. I, I feel like that would have been an interesting layered I thing mean, to do. You never know. She could have had that in her like little notebook. I never had the opportunity True. to bring it out. Fair, fair. I don't know. Just seems like a missed opportunity for the Viv. But I hope that so, at some point in the season we'll get to see her shine because she really is oh so talented. I love her. Um. Yes. It, d- was there anyone else from Snatch Game Two? Um. Uh, no, not really. It was kind of a uh, snatch game. Aside two, from Judy Garland, of course. Snatch game two was the Judy Garland show. Mm-hmm. With it, like kind of the Leslie Jordan show with an appearance from Leslie Jordan. Yeah. Oh, so, who was your favorite overall? Jinx. Jinx. Okay. Well, Jinx. A- as Judy. Um. Either, but really, Judy. <laughs> fair. Fair. I think if I was to not pick. Okay, Judy obviously is like the best, I think, out of all of them. And so I think the next best one for me probably would have been Monet as Mike Tyson. Well, that's not what you asked me. Well, I, okay, well, who was your second favorite? If we're going to go by like favorite (laughs) from each one, Madam was my favorite from the first. Mm, Yeah. And that would be my second favorite. I, th- I think Mike Tyson would have been my f- second favorite. He he got more, I think he got the most chuckles out of me for sure. So you like making fun of people with a speech impediment? No, but he like <laughs> bites people's ears off and that's, that's crazy. Like fuck I can't, him in the ass. Fuck, I just want to fuck him in the ass. <laughs> okay. So the Queens all leave from snatch game and now they're getting ready to head to the runway. Was there anything from the conversations that stuck out to you? The main thing is Monet sitting next yes. to Jinx getting ready. She's like, so, so Jinx, what are you thinking? Yeah. I what's think your, what's your thought process for right. how you're going to eliminate somebody? Uh, yeah, like, what's your strategy? I, I think it's interesting that everyone pretty much knows Jinx is going to win this right. episode, right? Um, and it's one of those, there's plenty of times we know producers coax things like this. I mm-hmm. don't think this is necessarily one of them. Hmm. I feel like Monet would have probably asked this. They, it might have been a little coaxed. Um, 
or they might have like asked Jinx and then like Jinx said something and they were like, okay, we need to make sure we get that on camera. The producer are, are de- the producers are definitely setting a pattern of okay we need whoever is gonna win this episode to talk about their strategy for right. doing it because they did that with Shay in episode Which one. I mean they do that on normal All Star seasons. Right, right. I, yeah, I just wish it wasn't so blatantly obvious. Like, oh, this person. But about you to know, win. Monet wanted to know. Monet exactly. is low key a petty bitch, and she wants to know. <laughs> she wants to know: Is she in danger? Right. Of, of I would want to know too. I'd be asking. I'd be like, I'd be all buddy buddy with whoever <laughs> I think is gonna win. I'd be like, so. What's your thought process yeah. here? Is there anything I can get for you? You want to borrow this? And Jinx says that she, uh, she plays a lot of video games, and so her strategy to keep someone from winning would be to block the person with the most stars, which I think is a personal, right. personally, or perfectly right. reasonable strategy. It makes sense. Yeah, I think so too. I, although I also think that I may just block someone random to really throw people off the game um <laughs> it, like like this early on to chaotic energy you yeah. know to block someone who isn't doing well um it may just like really so really you're like, saying you block evie i i may or jada <laughs> and because then like the competition is like oh well what did flapjack see that i didn't see like it, it, if this is a compliment uh what 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 so i don't know it could maybe having that chaos could be interesting but i, I do chaotic think chaotic energy which is, is also why i love jada because she is so fucking chaotic she is very chaotic um true well it's time for the runway i think bring it to the runway may the best drag queen win yeah. the category is pleather Principle. And I do just want to remind you, um, as we are reviewing each and every one of these looks, we have a very sophisticated system here on flapping and fawning. If we absolutely love and adore and treasure a look, it's a what? Fun. And if we hate it, if it's the stank nastiest thing we've ever seen and it was if you ball it up and roll it in the trash, what is it? Flop. All right. So we're going to be fawning and flopping all of the looks within this category, which is pleather principle. Looks with pleather. First, the stage we have Monia and Shine. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Who'd you say? Monia and Shine. Oh, wait, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Monia and Shine. I think you could take that baguette <laughs> out your mouth. It'll make it a little easier to speak. What you say? It wasn't a baguette, but it was the size <laughs> of a baguette, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's fortunate this is an audio only platform. Um, Yes. Okay. So, what did you think of this look from Monet? Her, she's got a, the teeniest, tiniest little wig on. It's well, got that these wig gorgeous, is sculpted though. That sculpted is a sculpted finger finger little finger wave. Ugh. Pussycat. And uh, her makeup is always stunning. Always. And the it's like a uh, what would you call that mid chest kind of cut. Um, and then Not quite a sweetheart because it kind of is a straight line, but it is strapless. And it's got this. Uh, a nice little bustier corset with a big old brown pussy bow. Yes, right in the middle. And the it, whole thing is like a brown faux leather pleather moment. And I believe this is a reference to a Kim Kardashian look that's very similar. It's a Scaparelli reference. Green Scaparelli. I definitely know who that is and not an Italian pasta type. Um, um, yeah. The Kim K was a Scaparelli and she was often called like the She-Hulk and shit for it. I'm getting very hungry. Like spaghetti, Scaparelli, Alfredo. That sounds really good. Um, what oh, is your favorite type of pasta? What's your favorite noodle? Mine's a farfalli, which is the bow tie. Angel hair, it's very holy. 
Speaking of, Angel Face is a phenomenal entertainer in town. Oh, yes. Friend of the pod. Hi, Angel. I hope you're listening. Well, anyways. Um, anyways, so my opinions of this look. Mm-hmm. From the hips up, I fucking love this. From the pussy bow up. The bottom half of this, I fucking hate. Really? <laughs> Why? <laughs> that, that hard? The visual <laughs> reaction that I just got from you. Uh is she fucking barefoot in this? It looks like it from, from this the photo that we're using. The photo yeah. that we're using, she looks barefoot. If not, the gown does not touch the floor, um, um, but it does have a little train. Here's the thing: the bottom of a gown, the flow of the bottom of a gown, and how it lays and moves is very important. Pleather is not one that will look flattering in kind of a straight mm. cylindrical gown moment. So it is not, it, I don't like it. I just, I just really? don't like the skirt. Everything else I fucking love, but the skirt takes me so far out of it. I just can't. I mean, I definitely agree that I think the, from the pussy bow up, it is the most interesting piece of the gown but I, I don't hate it um for me it's it's definitely a fawn this is probably one of my my top fawns mm. honestly mm. from the whole episode i think just because of the skirt i have to flop this it's a very <gasps> light flop it's a very light flop just because of how much i love everything else even like just the i love the very like it's just a th- small chain necklace i love the like smaller earrings I love that not everything drag has to be huge and over the top all the time because we do have this huge pussy bow. So like pick your moments that are going to be huge. Not everything has to be huge, but because of how far the bottom of this dress takes me out, it's, it's a no from me dog. Wow. I, my jaw was like kind of on the floor when she came out. I'm surprised that you are flopping this. Mine was too, but for different reasons. (laughs) Damn. Um, Oh, and I actually just realized that we missed one. So the true person who was first to the stage was... Actually, Monet was first. Oh, Monet was first? This that we're using on Instagram. Well, I'm Um, very confused. It's just in a different order. But we love her for posting on Instagram. Yes. Thank you to whoever did this. Um, Now, the... The next person who we are going to be talking about who came to the stage is Jada Essence Hall. And she is giving us this... uh, uh, but it's the movie Matrix. Matrix. Oh my God. Have you seen the Matrix? Neither have I. Okay. No. (laughs) See, but this is my life. This is why I would be so bad at snatch game. Like coming up with characters. I don't know who anybody is. My whole life is people are like, Oh, have you seen this? And it's like, no, Same. my, my dear sweet drag mother, Mariah Taylor. We used to have these educate the children nights, which were the best. And we would watch these movies together. It was like drag movies that you need to know. So I watched loads of Dolly Parton movies with her, like best little whorehouse in Texas. (gasps) And we would do, yeah, it's Texas has a whorehouse in it. And, um, sorted live was another one we watched. I haven't seen Sorted Lives. Really? Other than the plight that yeah. I just saw that you were a stage hand in that a local drag entertainer, Sharon Cox, was also Yes, dead. friend of the pod. We love Sharon. Um, anyways, back to back to Jada Essence Hall. We totally got off topic with that. Um, the Matrix. Yes. So Jada was giving us this Matrix moment. I love the... It, it's like a maroon... Uh, the first thing that jumps out to me is the maroon lining of the cape she is wearing. It's, I mean, really it's more of a duster, right? And right. She is just throwing it around the floor, dusting that whole runway. And like the pants have like this built in corset moment and the pants are like maroon, but they reflect black with this like maroon and black alligator skin top. That is such an interesting cut. Yes. And the, the hair, um, 
Is that dreads? I don't know the. I think they the might term. be dreads, and at the top, it's. I think they're called bantu knots. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I think she looks amazing. It also looks um, like she's she looks fucking stunning. Sunglasses. She looks fucking stunning. Kind. The little slit in the eyebrow. Yeah, she's been fighting some. There's folks. not a thing that I can find wrong with this look. Right. This this is absolutely a fawn for me. It's a flop. Just uh, kidding. <laughs> bitch! Of course it's a fun. I can't find anything wrong with this. Yes. Uh, she, yeah, she looks absolutely The mug, the fit, the accessories, the hair. Snatch game may have nothing. been a flop, but this runway was absolutely not. Um, okay, next to the stage. I'm interested to hear what you feel about this. Because Evie, Evie definitely brought something different. She did bring something different. And, you know, I talked about in the last episode, I'm always excited to see what Evie will do. And again, I was surprised. (laughs) I was guffawed. I um, gasped. And, uh, yeah, it's it's this anime look. uh, It's interesting, for sure. It is this red and blue moment. She's got a black jacket on. And it's all pleather, I think. No, uh, that bitch is vinyl. It's vinyl. I don't know the differences, but to be honest, but that's fine. Um, I think her makeup looks interesting. It, her makeup is stunned. N- now, do you watch? Now it's an anime theme. Do you watch a lot of anime? I watch a decent amount. I'm one that I enjoyed the basic animes as a child, but mm. started watching more as an adult. Um. But I'm not somebody that would say that I'm like the most informed on anime, but yeah. I do have a decent anime repertoire. Yeah. Fawn is not president of the anime club here at Flapping and Fawning. And you know what? Neither am I. I have I've seen very, very little. I, I mean, I'm familiar with some Studio Ghibli things, um, but uh, otherwise I'm not so much of a big fan. This look overall, though, is a flop for me. I do not love it. I think this is an example of trying to think outside the box to the point where your brain falls out. So... The first time I saw this look, I was obsessed. I was in love. Okay. Take me on this journey. But I've watched this episode three times now, as I did the first episode. Wow. Um, and every time I see this look, I like it less and less. Um, the blues don't match. That that kind of gets to me. The blues not matching doesn't get me because the, because there are highlights and lowlights in that and the puffer hair. Um, it's just, it's not pleather, it's vinyl. Um, there's not a heel. I like the concept. It's a a flat. Oh, I'm fine with the fact that it's flat and not a heel. I'm fine with it. It's just something feels off and not in a good way. It, it feels like, you know what it feels like? Feels like a queen might just wear this to the bar for a number, and it'd be sick for a bar number. But I it, feel like the the performance that we would get in this would be amazing. Yeah, Stella, like I if I saw this at the money, bar, I would give, I would tip this. But this is the main stage of Drag Race, and even by Evie standards, we have seen much better than this. I, this season. I agree. Um, um, I'm I'm hoping that we get to see Evie shine in another episode. I just don't think this was the one. For her, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but I did. My favorite thing that Evie did on this runway was when at the very end, she turned around and gave us a Naruto, Naruto run. run on the way out. <laughs> I, I just cackled because like, like, what I'm, else can you do? <laughs> I like do the Naruto run all the time. And if I'm ever on Drag Race, it'll happen sometime in the workroom. Yeah, it's camp. It's camp 100%. Did you officially say if you fawn or flop this look? It's a flop. Yeah, it's a flop for me too. Sorry, Evie. Love you. 
Next to the stage, we have Raja. Yes, amazing. She is like in this beautiful, like snake print blue mini dress moment that's got these ruffles at the bottom that is kind of corseted, kind of structured bodice part of the dress with this huge red pleather ruffly coat moment jacket yeah um and i love how she hangs it just off her shoulders like it's just so sexy yeah effortless uh, yes and i also really like the shoe um it's a red platform i mean huge 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 platform and then it's got these laces that come all the way up her leg and it's almost like um i don't even know that the like strap laces things are a part of the shoe. I almost feel like she wrapped them around her feet and mm. then put her feet in the shoe. And honestly, I love that. Yeah, that's totally possible. Um, yes, and this is this is a very amazing look to me, and it's actually caused some controversy online. Did you see that on Fashion Photo Review? Violet Chachki booted booted this shit, and I don't know how this and Raja's look from last. Yeah, episode. I know. I don't understand how because this is fantastic. Um, I don't mind the little like red pussy that it's got in there. Yeah, there's like this the pink triangle I, right on like the the no no square area. The more I look at it, it is a little odd, but it ties the jacket in, and really, I'm fine with it because it it goes with the jacket, it goes with the shoe. Yeah, this picture we're looking at, I, I don't think does the outfit justice so much, but um, I, I did really like how she, the way that she would walk with it, she hung her arms like behind her. Yeah. So you really got the full effect of the ripples um, on the sleeves. And it, it was just very impactful. I, I don't think the fascinator is needed. Fair. It's got all those feathers sticking out of it. A- another um, plume moment. Marching band. Come on, come through. I think the marching band is quite a trend here. And I think I say that because. When she was backstage and untucked, when she had the fascinator out of the hair, I liked the hair so much better. Mm. Because it's this like shag mullet cut that with the fascinator in looks very dated and ages her a little bit. But when she took the fascinator out and untucked and like shook those bangs out and made it a little messy, it looked so much more current and fresh. I don't think every look needs a fascinator. I don't hate the fascinator. Like, I'm not going to, like, flop this just because it's got a fascinator on it. This is very much a fawn for me. I just don't think it was needed. It, this this look is a fawn for me as well. I am undecided on the fascinator. I do love fascinators, but I have a this bit is of a one of my favorite looks, with them. honestly. Yeah, this, this was definitely one of my tops for this week. Okay, next to the stage, we have Trinity the Tuck Taylor, also known as my grandmama. And she is wearing this 80s puffer jacket. Is it 80s? Beer belly um, moment with the, uh, it's the trans colors, kind of. I mean, no white, but it's no, like it's no pink. pink and No, there's pink. It's like a. That's white. It's like, no, 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 no. Bitch, that's, that's white. It's like coral. No, that's, bitch, that's white. Hold on. Are you high, Clarice? Bitch, that is white. that is that is clearly coral. That's two different shades of blue, and that is very clearly a white. It, it's like a blue and is a mint. That is not white. That <laughs> is definitely not white. Mm, is this like a moment that's the black and white or the no. black and blue dress moment? It's I I don't know. Either way, this is I'm Hold sorry. On, I'm gonna go to her Instagram. This is a flop for me. I and think that 
I, I yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll settle this. Maybe debate. it is pink. I'm I'm pretty confident. Okay, it's her pink. Instagram makes it look pink. The runway makes it look white. I guess it's kind of like that, which we'll get to Shay's runway. I guess it is pink. Now Trin- stage lights make things look true. weird. Now Trinity tweeted that several of her runway looks were unfinished um, at the time of filming, and I wondered if this was one of them because this I'm does not look sure complete. It is because it's bad. Yeah, it's it's not good. Like it's a flap, and I'll tell you. I mean, not a flap. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's a flop. Sorry, I've had one. <laughs> um, it's a flop, and here's why. Why are there three puffers on the sleeve, but only two on the body? Wha- I think it just doesn't go. It looks puff. like a beach body, a beach volleyball. Why is there Not the bad. little pocket hanging down from the bodysuit? She talks about how she's showing body, but this does nothing for her body. If you're going to do the puffers, I like the three on the sleeve. It needs to have three on the body. And what I would do is that middle one, I would have made much smaller and I would have had a huge one on the boobs and a huge one on the ass. Mm. I, d- I don't know how I would have saved this look. I, I really don't know. don't know that it can be saved. This is this is a flop. For the me. top, I, I can't. The top puffer looks so um, depressed. Yeah, it's really saggy and uninflated. It it needs life. True. It does not give me life. It needs life. And even with her little description talking about how it's a puffer jacket, but she doesn't even know what to say about it being a puffer jacket. Shows that she's not even that confident in this look. Yeah. There's a lot of confusing elements to this. Um, So, for you, this is a a fawn? A raving fawn, I believe? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely flop. (laughs) No, it's a flop. And I swear Birmingham's going to kill me after this podcast. Because (laughs) I promise I don't hate Trinity. It's just... I'm sure sure you'll have your moment to completely fawn over Trinity. Her snatch games were great. This runway was not. In fact, it was so um, nausea-inducing. I think we need to take a break. And we're back. After completely going in on Trinity, here I am to tell you that our (laughs) next person on the runway is Viv. The Vivian. Wow, her favorite color is red, I believe. Red for Phil. Red like a rosebud. I, I I love this look that she has come out in. It's it's got several masculine and feminine elements. I I, I feel um, she's got these massive shoulder pads like going in. The fabric is just dangling oh so gently over those massive shoulder pads. Um, With this like fetish wear kind of yes. style of hat. I could definitely expect to get this over at Callie's Love Stuff. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that I would expect this at Callie's. I would expect this Minus more the at like. Pads. Um, Mr. S leather, mm. something a little more true to the leather scene rather than the novelty that love stuff would have. Fair. Um, about halfway down the thigh, there is you, you get a little bit of skin exposure from the skirt. The skirt is actually probably my favorite thing about this. I love how it hugs her body, um, and it's like a, it's got such a high rise on it. And then the boot comes I all the way the up. Shoe. Oh yeah, the it like the. The square, the square toe of the shoe. Mm. I love the amount of skin that she's <gasps> oh, showing yes, too. Toe. 
she's showing so little skin and I don't mind it. I'm usually somebody that's like, show a little skin. She still looks fucking long and elongated with this, with that just little bitty peekaboo of skin between her skirt and her boot. It's the right amount, that little sliver in the chest that she's showing. I don't know. Everything about this is just so correct. Yeah, this is this is huge for me. I, I love it a lot. Um, this is what we needed on season fourteen for the shoulder pad runway. Amen. Um, now th- I, I'm just now noticing this. Her makeup here is stunning. I love how she did the um, the blush. It's yeah. it's it's, it's so blusher. dramatic, and I don't know. It just looks like there's multiple tones to it. Like I see some oranges in there, some hot pinks. There's it, like some purple in the under eye. Yeah, it, it her makeup just really goes with this look as well. She's one that they've said multiple times throughout the season, especially in Untucked, how what you see on Instagram and on the television is what she actually Mm -hmm. looks like in real life. I think that's fucking wild. Absolutely. All right. So is this a fawn or a flop for you? It's a fawn. It's it's a fawn for me as well. Next to the stage, we have Jinx Monsoon in a period piece? A what? It's like this pink and blue pleather moment that is well, i don't know bridgerton-esque i'm not mad at it the way like watching her move on the one way the way that bustle in the back moved i don't expect super high fashion moments from jinx same um this is very much like the kind of jinx that i expect so i'm not mad at it whatsoever and I love this kind of like she's the she's the orgy mom, she's yeah. the fetish. She's mom. the whorehouse mom. Like like, I I'm a she makes sure everybody has lube and poppers. <laughs> she, she'll take care of you. I, you know, I really love campy stuff, and I I think I would even wear this, but I don't like it. <laughs> like I don't know. But what does that say about you? I don't know. I, this must be what it's like to watch me perform because like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking at it and I'm like, okay. Well, if it makes <laughs> you feel any better, I like really love this. So it's, it's a flop for me. Well, it's a fawn for me. I, it, uh, I, I get that it's, it's uniquely jinx. It's something that if it was on somebody else, I don't know how I would feel mm-hmm. about it. And I can honestly say that I don't know how I would feel about it. But it just makes so much sense, and it just feels so right. Yeah, it's it's a moment, for sure. Um, um, it is a costume. And it was interesting. It was like that blue and pink, and so was Trinity's. And our next person, Shay's, is kind of blue. It's got little blue accents, and it's a very light pink. And it's got a little bit of white accents in a few points. Like on the legs, I looked it up on Instagram. Um, I a common yeah. thread that I've noticed only on these two episodes so far. It's very interesting, and I kind of hope it continues. Or it almost makes me wonder if they were given a separate prompt to include into a mm. random runway of trans pride colors. Fair because yeah. the first runway, Monet's the crowning runway. Very Shit much did. was trans pride colors. So now we've had Trinity and we've had Jinx and now we have Shay and this um, it's Tim, Burton a trend. Cat, Tim Burton's cat woman with a little bit of, was it 
um, Basquiat was the artist that it was also inspired by. I, I don't know if we have like a mid-level fallen or flop. I, it is I, like, I love what she's doing. I love the whip. I love how she throws it around. For me, I don't, I am not someone who looks up fashion stuff. Like, I, I don't know these names that are being thrown around. I know she's Catwoman. Basquiat isn't fashion. Basquiat is, what is that? artist. Artist. I don't know art. I am uneducated. I had to look up Basquiat. I just. But I did my research. Um, She's got, for, it's like, it's, it looks to me like she got this pink um, Catwoman costume and then got a Sharpie and wrote some things She on actually it. did do all this on she herself. Did. The she, embellishments, the writing can and tell. everything. I'm sorry. That was the bitchiest thing I've ever said in my life. But yeah, it's it's a flop for me. I think I don't um, know. I just the, I like I like what she's doing. I just don't. I don't like the outfit. You know. I love how you said it was going to be a middle level, and then you ended up flopping it. I don't know. The more I look um, at, it, I'm kind of mad. Like, <laughs> why are you take? What journey are you taking me on right now? I don't get this. Here's and the the makeup is kind of weird. Like, do you see her eye? Like, it's it's in this. I, I think she's trying to make a cat eye, but like the the. The helmet yeah, or whatever not, is all. Do not come for her makeup. No, she's an amazing makeup her artist. Her makeup but is in this, stunning. Look, do you see that shape though? No, I love it. It's very unusual. Okay. Okay, sorry. I, I just had to get that out. I'm feeling so bad about hating on Shay so much. I, I love her, but this is just not it for me. It's a flop for me. Fawn, what do you think? <sighs> <laughs> so. Shay has kind of established herself as the new runway queen. Raj is obviously the OG runway queen. Shay has very much established herself as a runway queen. I'm not mad at the references. I'm not mad at the combination of Basquiat and Catwoman. What I am questioning is why this color choice. Um, I'm also questioning why she would wear this on the runway knowing what she's done like why a cat suit that doesn't fit well this fit is not it for me i don't understand the color story it's not bad like uh, i mean the characterization is great like the way she, she's like, very confident with i'm not saying this is bad by any means it's just one of those things we have such a high high standard for shay i think right. this is really just her doing herself a disservice because mm-hmm. of the high standard she set for herself uh, because i love these references i love w- how her mind works i just want to know why this color story and if you look at the pants there's these rivets where that connect to her corset above the panty. There's these like one strings that go to that, but there's rivets all across it. So I almost wonder if there's an even bigger fit issue here that it was supposed to completely lace because I doubt that it would be a time issue of her being able to get this all on time because this is all winners. And we've seen that they have been given plenty of time. Right. They're going to be able to do whatever they, they, they don't want anyone to look bad for this. Um, so this is a, I hate to do this because I'm a f- Shay Stan. I usually live for her on the runway. She's usually one of my highlights of the runway anytime she's on my screen. But this is a fucking flop. Yeah. Sorry, gal. Um, okay. With the pleaser pump, the I clear just, pleaser pump that her toe was hanging. She got fucking cliffhangers. Yeah. 
I don't want to dissect this one anymore. <laughs> I, I don't. I just. I hate it for. I hate it for Shay. I hate it for us. Like, eh, it's just not. It's not the moment. Well, we we finish with the runway, and we hear from the judges. Who um, were your top two this episode total? Uh, Jinx, obviously. Like, I, I think yeah. Jinx stole the show. I mean, there there. To me, it didn't matter who was in the top with Jinx. I knew Jinx was gonna win. Um, if you had to pick, if I had to pick, I, had to pick I I mean, I think it would have been. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I'm between Raja and Trinity. Okay, but you have to pick one. And I have to pick one. I understand. Um, the reason I'm between them is because I, I think that Trinity did better in Snatch Game, but her runway was not as good. But I think Raja did decently in snatch game but her runway was amazing so i guess i would have picked raja based on that um to be in the top with jinx but i'm not Correct mad about trinity here. either yeah i'm not super mad about trinity being here but i definitely would have i was expecting raja and jinx to be the top two because to me raja's madame was so good mm-hmm. we just didn't see a lot of diana's diana Vreeland. So I wonder what the rest of that looked like. Yeah, same. But to me, Raj's runway was leaps and bounds so far ahead of Trinity's. I was kind of surprised. I I think in the way that Drag Race has just be- has become edited, where challenges matter runway. so much more than runway. Runways only matter when they want it to. Exactly. I, I just, yeah. And runways are where you spend most of the money. And, you know, to be honest, with this particular lip sync song that Jinx and Trinity went to, I would have, I think I would have, like last week, I would have preferred to see someone else lip sync to it. I would have liked to have seen what Raja would have done with this song. It was Rumor Has It by Adele. Which is also funny because, like, the whole She Devil by Night thing is (laughs) a rumor. (laughs) I did not think about this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Okay. But was there someone for you who you thought won the lip sync? I thought it was very close, neck and neck. Same. Um, I I like. I really didn't know who was gonna win. I was feeling Trinity for a minute. Same. Until she had the wig slip. Right, which is unfortunate. And it stayed on. It did stay on, but she it, didn't pin it in the back. And as someone who I sweat so much, I tape it down. I double. I double tape it or like double sided tape it. I pin it. Like I have the wig cap on. I do so much. I get that it's difficult to keep a wig on sometimes. Um, but I've never had that problem. Well, maybe you're not moving enough on the stage, Fawn. Well, I've never had any complaints. Damn. Um, but yeah, I... God, I sound like a bitch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Uh, uh, yes, I, I get that. Like, I, I do think it's unacceptable at this particular level where you're, it's yeah. all winners. So I, I thought it made sense for Jinx to take it home in the end. Um, which brings us to... The Platinum Plunger. Yes. And I love that she has this little cutaway before she's going to like talk about who sh- or tease the girls about who she's going to win. And she has this little cutaway um, interview moment. And she was like, I wish I had this j- this plunger back when I was a janitor. <laughs> yes. That would have been fierce. And I'm just like, yes, Jinx. I forgot about that. That is so freaking funny. Uh, <laughs> um, now she ends up blocking Shea Coulee. Logical choice. Logically. But I do wonder, you know, we talked about at the beginning of this episode, um, you mentioned that you thought it may have made more sense to block Monet. Do you think that Monet convinced Jinx to not do it? Or do you think Jinx was dead set on blocking Um, Shay? 
Well, we've just seen more interaction between Monet and Jinx than we have Shay and Jinx. So, if you've got two options, you're probably going to go for the person that you're not as close to. Fair. I think that makes sense. Um, just from an outsider point of view. And I, I also think it makes perfect sense with for Jinx to set the standard by blocking the person who just won the lip sync. Although that also kind of puts her in a weird position, right? Because right. now she's creating this pattern where, well, logically, she should get blocked next episode. Right. So I'm really interested to see how it'll shake out. I have not watched the next episode. So um, <laughs> we are, I'm excited to see. Okay. So now that we've seen episode two, who do you think is going to go to top four? Who do you think is going to win it all? Top four. Jinx. Shay. Monet is like flying under the radar after getting that first one because she didn't get the block this week. True. Um, she's got the star. But she's got the star. I think Trinity is a really fierce competitor and a drag queen's drag queen and she knows how to do drag and do drag well she is such a competitor and that is her background i think she has what it takes especially with this alliance with monet Mm -hmm. i don't see the two of them not getting to the top four together i agree i think that i think the top four like real gaggery happens and they like break off the alliance true i don't think that'd be fierce though I, i think that um I, I think you're right. Like the top four are the, in my opinion, the top the four, four that, that we won. Have, have won so far. Right. Uh, I think Trinity is strong enough to r- rise to the top um, in the future episodes. I well. would love to see Jada or um, Evie in the top four. I'd love to see. However, Ra- Raja it's just in the top the, four. or Raja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd really love to see any of these. I also like Vivi. I would yeah. love to see all eight of them in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just but, like, there are, there are four that are very much, the standouts yeah and we're standouts before the season started and our standouts now as the season's going and they they've not really like bombed exactly the four of them have not really bombed anything and with this being um with snatch game being like uh, one of the most pivotal pivotal episodes in snatch game or in drag race history the i think that being the winner of that is telling the winner For me, of I think drag the winner race will be jinx very rarely or the winner of snatch game very rarely doesn't do well in the competition right and like go like i think one of the few times the snatch game winner didn't make it to the finale was season three and it was stacy lane matthews um Ooh, you are testing my history right now that's the know. season raja did tyra I right think that's one of the few times because season four winner wasn't that Sharon? Yes. Season five winner was Jinx. Season six winner was Dela. She didn't make it to the finale, but she made it really close. Mm. Seven was. I'm just impressed. You're like Bob a, and Jasmine. You're the en- encyclopedia Not over Jasmine. here. Not Grace. Like seven was. Uh, la, 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 la. I can't speak. God, I just said Bob and Jasmine, which are well, the two wrong answers. It was seven. Ginger and Kennedy. Ginger. Eight was Bob. Nine was. Season nine. Aquaria. Aquaria. No, 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 no. Did no, she no, not win? No, no, no. Aquaria oh, that's ten. That's ten. ten. That's ten. Season ten. nine snatch game. Did, did Eureka do well? 
No, Eureka was out already. <laughs> okay, I don't. I know nothing about Drag Race. Season clearly. ten. Who won season ten? I mean, season nine. Snatch Game. Who was on season nine? Was that? Is, was Monique Sasha on season that? Sasha Velour? Yeah, because I, I know so. she did well. I can't remember if she won. Um, because I know she placed really high for that Snatch Game. I appreciate um, this trivia moment that you're giving us right now. Um, but yes, Aquaria won. 10 with 10 and 11 with was i mean when evie d- bombed and silky nut mega nash she won right but she made it the finale episode um and then 10 uh, 11, 12 was gg good and then we had 13 with what you call it who was 13 got mick got mick did got mick win yeah as paris hilton um, didn't she I don't remember if she won, but okay. Anyway, she should have won if she Ooh, didn't win. We are truly going down drag race history right now. And then 14. I mean, we're already here. Who was 14? Who won 14? Wait, 14. Yeah. That's where we just finished. It was, um, Willow. Oh, wait, uh, it was little John. Oh yeah. The it only was the one worst that game wasn't ever. in the bottom. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm like, so like, Hellbent on finding who who won season nine won snatch season game. nine snatch game. Well, season nine was Sasha Velour to win, right? The whole right. thing. Snatch game. The winner of snatch game was Alexis Michelle, and she made it almost to the finale. Oh, as Liza Minnelli, right? Five. Yeah. Ah, yes. Liza, Liza, Liza. Ooh. Oh my God, fun. To be honest, going through all of that, that, could, <laughs> that was exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm so tired. Do you have anything else about this episode that? You would be remiss if we didn't say? Um, not really, other than Jinx just like is winning my heart this season. Yeah. Jinx, is, Jinx is killing it all over again. Well, I think that's the pod. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening to... Flapping and fawning. fawning. Yes, this has been an amazing episode. We recapped episode two of All Star 7. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you leave us a five-star review and let us know how you're enjoying the show. And follow us on all of our socials. Yes, see you next time. for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at flap and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.